0: Oh, Welcome to the Explosion Network's Doctor Who After Show Fish Fingers and Custard. Got them. 100% yep. right. Every time. Um, <laughs> this week, of course, we'll be talking about the this week's episode. We'll be going through the usual spiel. Join me as always, Ashley Hobley.
1: Yes, always. Um,
0: always. Well, I, I highly doubt at some point. If you're sick, we're just... There'll be two episodes the following week, I guess. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, so this week we're going to be talking about episode 1102, The Ghost Monument, which was directed by Mark Tondorai, ten, Tondorai written by Chris Ch- Ch- What did we decide it was? Chibnall. Chibnall. Chib- oh, I got to go for a whole like... no. Chibnall. Okay, got it. Chibnall. It's all right. I'll, I got it. It's, like, it's okay, everyone. I, I understand how you say the, the name. It's not going to take me all season. To get, to get the, the, the names, it's fine. Um, although, these guest actors that they're having... That's a whole different issue that I'm not going to bother you. Because they're only on one, one episode each, so they can worry about it. Uh, so this week's episode synopsis is... Still reeling from the, their first encounter. Can the Doctor and her new friends stay alive long enough in a hostile alien environment to solve the mystery of desolation? And just who... Are a- I couldn't... Do you remember how they pronounce her name in the episode? Is it Angstorm nope. or Angstorm? Ang, I'm, I'm saying Angstorm.
1: I, or, I can't remember.
0: Or from now on, I'll just refer to her as Ange. Yeah, sure. And another, and Eps, Epso. See, Epso was Epso. easier to remember because it kind of just rolls off the tongue, I feel. I
1: feel right. like they said his name more
0: probably because she was yelling a lot of time. "Epso yeah. you dickhead, what are you do- <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. You got shot, mate." Oh, need help over there. What are we doing? Uh what are your, what was your overall thoughts for this week's episode then? It was okay. It was okay.
1: Yeah. It wasn't anything special. It was just sort of a standard kind of forgettable. If it wasn't for that last scene, mm-hmm. this would be just a forgettable episode of Doctor Who in my opinion. Mm-hmm.
0: I honestly feel like, often, the second episode of Every New Doctor is the worst of their entire run.
1: Yeah, that's pr- yeah, pretty accurate. It's f-
0: I, I feel like it's just a thing to have a second episode that's somehow terrible, especially in their first seasons. I'm, I'm not saying this one's terrible. I'll, I'll say that I thought it was okay. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't bad. It wasn't... Super great. It was just, it was just okay. I think, I think
1: I'm grateful that you've got all your point dot points of what happened in the episode. Because, to be honest, I can't really remember what happened in this episode. Well, I mean, the finer details, yeah.
0: As the person running the program, it's my (laughs) job to have the notes, yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or else we just turn up and go, well, do you remember when this happened? Did that happen? Yeah, that's not very helpful. Um, I yeah, but I, I'll say there's things I liked about it. Um, the, the first thing I, I liked is the music was good. And the one thing I more importantly want to point out, the, the I can't get over how cinematically Doctor Who's being shot at the moment. It is I'm finding it weird. Like there was there was a certain point there where I'm sitting there and they have all these sweeping beach shots and. You know, all, all, all the shots of the boat going along the the ocean or river or where, wherever the lake, wherever we was at that point, and all these sorts of things. I'm like, what am I watching? Game of Thrones? Like, it, quality wise, it just felt weird for Doctor Who. I'm not saying it's a bad thing because obviously, they're really <laughs> they're really good shots and they look beautiful and whatever else. However, yep. we're used to a we don't have a lot of money. BBC value to the show, you know. There's yeah. <laughs> And the the worst thing that, that can possibly happen now though And they're opening themselves up for trouble Is because of how much better the show's being shot That means the second one of the monsters costumes Special effects Anything along those lines is out of line You're going to notice it a lot more easy, easier And it's going to stick out like yes. a sore thumb, I feel Because at least before It was shot like a BBC TV show and the special effects were like a bit, you know what I mean? Like everything was kind of yeah. average central. We're just in average street for our special effects and cinematography and whatever else. So it was it all, a little bit campy. Yeah. A little bit campy, but now that they're like, we've got this really, you're watching a fucking movie cinematic shots happening around here. It's that means that if any of the yeah. other elements are bad, they're just going to stick out way more. And that's a potential problem that we're going to run into. I feel. You know, so even in this episode, where I feel the story was meh, you know, it was just, it was whatever. It was, it, it was a story. It's not yep. the worst I've seen in Doctor Who by far. However, at the same time, it was just a meh, whatever episode. And I, I do feel that when you have these big cinematic shots and whatever else, this, if the story's just meh, it's sticking out a little bit more than if it had been like everything in Subpar Central. Do, are you yep. noticing the these the cinematography and everything a bit more? Or? Yeah, it
1: definitely does look better, and it's like they've put more effort into it, looking prettier. But I guess the the world of this episode sort of lends itself to that—the mm. it's desolate landscapes yeah. and that sort of thing. So
0: yeah, but I, f- I feel like before they just would have. It feels
1: just... like they're getting away from England as well. Yeah,
0: well, we know they're going to come. They they are going to come back at some stage. Like we do know in yeah. like. Not next week's episode. The week after, I'm pretty sure that they're like back in uh, Yorkshire, wherever the fuck they're from.
1: No, but it definitely looks like it wasn't shot in England. <laughs> yeah, no, like yeah. I, I don't, think, yeah. nothing in England looks like that. I can't imagine. Yeah, so.
0: You're like, I definitely know that nothing in England <laughs> looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, another thing before we're getting into the actual episode itself, this uh, we did get the opening. C- credits for the new doctor this episode we didn't get on last week um i was wondering i forgot to mention it last week when i went and watched when i went back to look for to check everyone's names or something i, I went back to check last week before we did the show i went back and i'm like maybe they'll add it in in uh, ivy or something like that and like they just didn't have the opening title on the the normal airing version or something but that first episode just doesn't yeah. have it a lot. so this is the first episode no, that it had doesn't. it how, how do you feel about the base thumping Doctor Who thing. Yeah. It looks
1: cool. Mm. the yeah, it's a cool effect, I guess. The the like the moving liquidy space thing. I don't know what to describe it as. Yeah. yeah. I I one thing I did notice was there was no TARDIS in it, which I feel like most of the openings have the TARDIS they in They usually
0: it. do, you know, it sweeps in around or whatever, especially towards the end. Which I
1: thought lended itself to your idea from last week, which was that they don't find the TARDIS yeah, till.
0: That got proven wrong. Well, not season. exactly quickly, but yeah. by the end of the episode, it got proven. Yeah. yeah. I unfortunately had that spoiled for me before I watched the episode as well. Someone, I, the, only a couple of hours before I was about to watch the episode, someone that had pictures up online. Like, here's the TARDIS. Here what, what do you, what do you think, everyone? And I, I was just like. Sign um, over. Like, this is. Come on. It doesn't even aired in a lot of countries. Like, it hadn't aired in America at the time or anything. It's just... Come on. Come on. Spoilers. Don't do it. Don't do Damn it. British people. It was in America. It could have been an American that was legally downloading it, for all we know. You don't know. Don't know what they're doing. Let's jump into the actual episode, though. So we're going to go through, bit by bit, roughly go over the plot, what happens, la-di-da-di-da. So, uh, of course, the, the episode starts with Dr... And everyone floating in space. Where, I mean, I'm pretty sure you guessed it right, didn't you? Last week, didn't you say there's a random ship to show up or something? So, I mean, that's what happens. Yep. Two, in fact, two random sh- ships show up to collect them, which is even better. You could say two random ships is better than one random ship. Uh, so the first Definitely is yeah, the first ship that we see has uh, Angie in it. Uh, or whatever. Nope, it's Angie from now. Who's played by Susan Lynch, who picks up Ryan and Graham. Um, I don't know how they don't... Like, because they're all together when we see the shot as the episode opens, but then somehow they're all drifted. I, I don't know. And then the, the Doctor and Yaz are picked up by Epso, who's playing by Sean Dooley, who I did know because he was from... Um, I recognised him from something and I looked it up. I was like, ah, Misfits. That's what he was from, Misfits. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did a season or two of Misfits, uh, so they pick, pick up and you got them on these two different ships. They get talking, we're getting different stories. They're both pretty much saying, Yeah, Angie and Epso yabbering on that they reckon they've picked them up as like extra lives. I don't know, they're in a game of sorts that we can gather, and yeah. p- they've picked them up because they thought they were part of the game, I guess, is the thing. Look, yeah. I don't want to go here because I don't want to start saying that this entire scene is going to be ripping off movies but Hunger Games no? Mm. we've we, we got zero zero even a little bit of the the Hunger Games going on here a little bit of Battle Royale something going on here you know I guess a little bit a little bit of Battle
1: Royale-ish
0: like not, not even I mean was...
1: it wasn't Last Man Standing it was first to the well look, line, So more like Rat Race Rat race. Is that is the the reference I got saw online? So. Okay. <laughs> really? <Got laughs> yeah, someone r- mentioned
0: rat
1: race. There
0: okay. uh, So they're on the ships, and then uh, Angie and her crew they end up they end up finding this planet that she's ne- needing to to go to the final planet. That they're they're on about it's the final planet. Which when they first saying that, I'm like the final planet. Oh, I must thought be it was that. like the last planet
1: in existence. Yeah,
0: in existence. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like I, I in my mind, I'm like, oh, so they've the TARDIS has travelled in time to the end of the world type period, and it's like the, yeah. the final planet or whatever. But no, it's of course worked out later. It's the final planet in the race. Is how what it is. So they they her crew lands there safely with Graham and. Ryan, that's uh, going quite alright. Epso, though, fucking losing half his ship has to shoot that off. I don't know. He picked them up by picking the doctor and Yaz up. He somehow damaged his ship from something. I didn't really gather what the the whole thing no. was, but he damaged his ship is the is the is the key thing, I guess. Uh, and then they proceed to crash land drastically. Into the planet, nearly hitting Graham, which would have annoyed me because I'm going to go out on a limb right
1: now. Ash, it's a whole planet, and they managed to almost hit him in this tiny
0: well, it's a very small planet (laughs) as well. Is yeah, what what I'm going to feel now from but I'm going to go on a limb now. Looking back on this episode and how I feel about certain characters coming at the the end of the episode, and then thinking about it, the fact that they nearly killed poor old Graham, and I'm going to say. Graham is my favourite Of our new friends
1: I have no feelings Towards any of them Come either.
0: on We're yeah. two episodes in Put your dice
1: down Who's the best Who's the Who's the best I mean Graham's Probably the most different Of all the Companions we've had recently So
0: it's I just, appreciate that
1: But yeah He's just an old dude You know He's just an old dude Out there get, Getting getting
0: on you got to <laughs> <laughs> Got to get on with life. What's he supposed to be doing? Yeah, I, th- I think Graham, Graham's doing the best. But So they land, they crash land, and then we learn that they're basically in this Hunger Games rat race, Battle Royale, without killing. But but technically 3,998 people have died before them, because we, we find yeah. out in just a little bit, there was a total of 4,000 people involved in this competition, and there's only two left. So you're saying there's no killing. Maybe not... Well, hold on, hold on. Let's put a pin in that. Let's put a let's let's break this down, Ash.
1: Yep, put a pin okay. in
0: that. We'll come back to that in just a second. So they they land on the ship. They land on the planet. They get arguing. They're like, whatever. We got to get on. So they walk to this tent. They're like, how the fuck? You can tell Angie and old mate hate each other. They don't they don't really like each other, but they got to do what they got to do. Yep. So they walk over to this t- tent. And inside the tent, we learn that. Um, there's this dude in there. His so name is. <laughs> his <name's, laughs> I'll, I'll try to work it. It's Ilan or Ilan. I don't know. I'm going to go Ilan. So you got Ilan played by Art Malik, and he's the one running the show. He's sitting there. Yep. He's only a hologram, but he's the one who's putting up the money for offer, whatever else. He's like, this is what we got to do. You've got to go over there. you got to find the. Uh, what the f- fuck is the episode title again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think of, Ghost Monument? You gotta find the Ghost Monument. Ghost That's there. That's where you gotta get to. That's where the winning prize is. He says specifically no guns, no weapons, no killing each other. It's just a race to get there. Now, let's unpin my pin. Yeah. He puts these specific rules on for this challenge. We do not know that if previous challenges before this had the same rules.
1: Mm, I feel like it was no killing It was just super dangerous you like... Well, you look at what they have to do To get to the end of this And you go, oh yeah It explains why a bunch of people killed off I'm just
0: saying 3,998 people That's a That's a lot a of a, number. That's a high number of accidents you know? <laughs> that, that is a lot of Met their demise By means of Accident happening around the galaxy Can't tell me there wasn't Mm -hmm. at least one of these challenges where they had guns. Uh, Oh, I missed my favourite line, though. That's what I missed. On the way over to the tent... This is my favourite line of the episode. Way over to the tent. They're walking in. The Doctor says, you know... Here, Graham. Do you want these glasses? You used to have these glasses. Pulls them out. Puts them on. Graham looks like a champ in them. Are they the Sonics? No, they weren't the Sonics. They're not. At first... I thought they was that I'm like oh she's giving him she found the glasses that's what she's giving him the 12th doctor's glasses but then as soon as she uh, Graham put them on his face I was like that's not them because his glasses were like I knew the shape or whatever these ones were more like curvy pointy at the
1: or well, do this does it change like the sonic
0: changes no the sonic has no. to be rebuilt so she, she has built, but she says they Pi Pi for for Pythagoras say Pythagoras thank you Pythagoras' See, now that you've said it, I can say it Pythagoras' glasses To which Graham then replies Pythagoras never wore shades And then Doctor says You never saw with a hangover How good was that? It was a good That's exchange true. It was top dialogue <laughs>
1: <What>? <laughs> no? Thank God they acted it better than you did
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, let, let's be honest It did too great uh, So back to the challenge so we find out it's a galaxy-sized race for mu- for for money. It's like four thousand credits or something. Which, to, to be honest, doesn't seem like that much to me. But you know, if you're comparing it to dollars, four thousand dollars, what they've gone for you, are like surely that's not much. But four thousand
1: exchange rate constantly. You're trying to explain how much money
0: works and stuff. Yeah. 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 It's like one of those. Uh, it's like it doesn't really matter. It's Gibberish. It's a lot of money. It's all gibberish. Yep. It's just it's it's a lot of money. Is what we need to go. Uh, and it, it's a race that's gone around twelve different galaxies. It does sound like the uh, a plot for a movie though. Across yes. twelve galaxies, four thousand competitors will make their way to the final. It's like planet. Death Race. Well, oh, there you go. Yeah, it's, it's like a lot of movies. Is what, <laughs> what it is at this point. First episodes like Predator. This is like a bunch of other stuff. I'm not. This is like every movie that has a race race of some sort or survival element. Yeah. Uh, so then both Ange and Epso get annoyed to learn that the doctor and friends were not, uh, bonuses of any sort to be picking up. And Epso is particularly annoyed to learn that he lost his ship, uh, saving someone's life. Come on now, Epso. Terrible. So me. So they, they head off. They're like, all right, so yeah, we don't need to hang around for years anymore. Doctor and and crew hang around the tent for a little bit to ask a couple more questions. Uh, Doctor's tardis not Sonic-ing a lot of stuff, finances, and then she asks old Ilan a couple questions, and then they find out that the Ghost Monument is, in fact, the TARDIS. Shocking. I'm going to... I'll be honest, though. When they revealed it, I was like... Oh, that's fairly obvious, really. I should have looked at the title. You know, like if, if I was a little bit more smarter, I feel like I could have looked at the title last week and gone, the ghost monument, the t- is the TARDIS. Surely it's the TARDIS. That has to be the TARDIS. But nope, didn't didn't put two and two together. But as soon as they no. revealed it, I was like, like uh, it all makes Yeah. Sense. I was like, it all makes sense, yeah. Uh so the TARDIS has TARDIS has been apparently because they talk about this ghost monument, which is the TARDIS, like Revealing itself every one thousand years, or you know, some crap like that, which is, which is funny because the TARDIS has presumably got sent here when it broke. You know, it's just ended yeah. up in this one spot, and then for however long it's just been. Well, it, I mean, it could have only been flicking in and out of existence for five seconds, but it's come across like five thousand different years. You know, Points, like, yeah, yeah. So you don't really know how it works, but the TARDIS is flicking. In and out of existence. Uh, it's not... It's caught between reality and not reality, I guess, is the—is mm-hmm. what it comes down to. So then the, the Doctor and friends both they all get together. They're like, we're going to go because we don't really care about the, the prize money, of course. But they are heading to the TARDIS, which is, in fact, my ship. Do need to get to my ship. That's where I want to go. Uh, and when they catch up to Angie and Epso, Epso's holding a gun to Angie. And mm-hmm. here we get... Here we find out- He's going to get disqualified. Yeah. Well that, he does, she does point out make a very good point when she's just like, you're not going to shoot me. Like, doctor runs up like, you know, there's no, there's no shooting. You're not going to shoot us. So just put the gun down, idiot. But then she uses, and I'm not sure exactly if I wrote it down correctly or if I'm going to pronounce it right. Like, but she says she uses Venusian nun technique is what I heard. Does that sound right?
1: I have no idea.
0: She said something because she like does like a finger trick move under Epso's neck that causes him to get paralysed because he's pointing the gun at her, um, at Angie. And then she says, yeah, that's a, that's a Venusian nun technique. And I'm sitting there like, excuse me, what? But at least now we know the 13th Doctor, not all for weapons, but in this episode twice, does use techniques of... Combat, physical force or, yeah, yeah to to at least stop stuff you know like actual yeah. stuff like he he's a little he's a little technique to paralyze someone here's and later on we get the whole sonic uh, blast or whatever it was happening so okay. i found that i found that interesting because i can't recall any of the current the last run of doctors doing any sort of physical martial arts type Thing, Which is what this is, really. I mean, it's a... Martial arts of yeah. sorts, I guess. Um, Then they all get on this boat. And th- this is the part... This boat legit just reminded me of so many shots out of Game of Thrones. Like, when is heading across in, like, season whatever to... Uh, the city where she becomes the, the assassin, whatever, you yeah. know. Like, when there's so many shots... And I'm just like, we're, we're, apparently we're just looking like Game of Thrones here, but that's, that's, that's fine. Um, on board the boat, we get a few little bits of different conversations that happen. So you get Gra- Graham and Ryan finally trying to talk about Grace. When they when they brought up this conversation, I was like, yes, finally, good. Because as I was pointing out last, last <laughs> episode, it was weird that they're just, you know, she's dead. Straight to a funeral. They're straight to a funeral. You never see these two, like, talk that's about the it. husband. That's the grandson. Yeah. You never see him yeah. talk about it, connect or anything like that. So it, it kind of makes more sense now why they didn't do it in the first episode. Cause I suppose they're just going to make it a season long um, thing. thing for those two to connect and eventually break barriers over, I guess is the, is the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so they spent a little bit of time talking about that, which doesn't really go anywhere. Um, nope. Ryan's not like, having uh, it. Ryan is not having it at all, no, is what it boils down to. Uh, and then we get a interesting, I suppose is one way to call it. We get an interesting story from Epso, who tells a story, uh, basically explains why he doesn't trust anyone, which is because his mum pushed him out of a window or of a height somewhere. And she said she was going to catch him, but then never caught him. And he just smacked. And I was like, there go, son. That's uh, that's why I don't trust anyone. And then everyone in the the ship was kind of like, "Okay, dude, like, <laughs> just because your mum's a bit of a weirdo it doesn't mean you have yeah. to take it out on everyone else." But you do, you 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 yep. do what you need to do. <laughs> um, I can't remember what the doctor responded with. You know, something long line, something like, like that, something that was like, "Don't." Yeah, your month's pretty terrible or something. Yeah, something. Um, so then we arrive on the beach. And once again, they had these sweeping shots of the beach as they're walking along and stuff. I just, gave it, it's, just kept thinking about them. I'm like, we got all these cinematic shots. What are we doing? Yeah. Uh, so when they arrive on the beach, they see this structure up ahead, which is a worn down building of sorts. Uh, I I thought it was like a mole or something, like structure-wise. I, c- I couldn't... Couldn't really, figure out what it like that's what it what that's what came to my head when I saw it off in the distance or whatever. But I yeah. don't know, I mean, you have to assume these are place in real life or something. So I always wonder unless they're just building the outside of it. Don't know. Um, so the three parties split up at this point because they're like, Well, see you at the finish line, I guess. So Ange goes off one way, Epso goes off another way. The doctor and friends hang around, they're like, Okay. Gotta, gotta figure out what the hell's going on here because those two are just gonna make it to the finish line we're here to figure out what the prize is but Doctor of course wants to find out what happened because the Doctor always wants to find out what happens on planets where yeah. people have disappeared not a time crunch or anything no well I suppose at yeah. this stage in, in in her mind they're not really like even if, even if Ange and episode beat them to the the TARDIS. The TARDIS isn't the prize, you know?
1: I, I feel so like that's but, what... But the TARDIS only shows itself once every thousand years, so if you're not there when it shows itself, you have to wait like a thousand years. You have years. to
0: wait like a thousand years, that's correct. correct yeah, so... I, mean. <laughs> um, I feel like the episode would have been a lot more interesting and could have gone for the rat race element if the prize was... The ghost monument, you know, because that becomes a very different episode. Yeah, they all trying to race each other. They're all trying to get there first. The doctors trying to keep everyone from killing each other, but at the same time being like, "You can't have my ship." So, yeah, now that would have made some of the some elements of the plot that they already ha- had in there just a little bit more fast paced. I guess. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they all, they head up and then. The the doctor and crew head off down somewhere. I don't know. They're they're still overlooking the beach. So, whatever shot they cut to was of, I guess, just they've just walked up to the top. Somehow, Ange is already inside. Epso is already inside. Doctor and everyone's just outside, still just looking out over the beach, being like, what's going on here? What are we going to do? But they, they turn around. You got these robots that have arrived. Robots, they got guns. And these are, like, proper... I didn't realise until Ryan chucked one on, on his hand later, but these are, like, proper, we futuristic guns where they don't have, like, a trigger down the bottom you've got to put your hand, like, inside yeah. them and, you know, like, the triggers inside and all this sort of stuff. Um, and then the robots are also wearing camo, which I found yep. interesting. <laughs>
1: so weird. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, so they, they arrive. They're just kind of standing there at first and the Doctor says... You know, they're, they're just, they're chilling. They they haven't taken us as a threat yet. We should be fine if we just, all slowly back away, move on with our lives. Everything should be good. But then, of course, cut across the Eso underground. He spots one. First thing he does, shoot one. They're all going off. All of a sudden, Doctor and everyone are being shot at. And, of course, they got to run. Now, this is the moment... Where we need to point out why, what makes these villains badass. Yeah. They are cold. Well, I don't know if this is their... Is it their official name? I don't know. Is it what the doctor decides that they're called? I couldn't remember if it was their official name or not. But they're called sniper bots. Right? Yep. Now, I'm not going to say... Let's just put it this way. Stormtroopers could possibly have better aim. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're yeah. running away from, them, not very far away from them, and the doctor says zigzag. That'll fucking get them. Zigzag. <laughs> so they begin zigzagging and they're like, "Oh, we beat them. We beat the oh, sniper no. bots.
1: We beat the sniper." Which what? means sniper, the super accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fire any shots off willy-nilly.
0: More like spray and pray robots, am I right? <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, got them. <laughs> got them. <laughs> so that was one element that was like sniper bots. Come on, what are you doing? They haven't. They can't land a single shot. They're not very good. At, they're not very good at their jobs at all. Um, so they end up under underground, and they, they, there's all these proper like target. ...human-shaped targets or whatever... ...from a shooting range under there... ...and they work out that they're on a training grounds of sorts... ...so... ...I presume the robots... ...but here's... ...here's where I get confused... To some degree... ...if they're yep. on a training ground... ...are the robots actually security guards... ...or are they supposed to be... ...like things for people to train... ...shooting at? Because... ...if they're things for people... ...if they're robots made... ...to be... ...training elements why do they have weapons that can kill you shouldn't they have like stun blasters at best or something well
1: when you're at a shooting range you actually shoot bullets that can kill people so
0: yeah but training range robots wouldn't you make them not be able to kill you back i I I mean maybe your training's
1: hard they just they didn't have time to put the stun button in
0: well, I mean, they can't hit anyone either, so maybe that's their... Yeah, point. so what difference does it make? They're like, what's it What's it matter? They can't hit anyone, it doesn't matter. Um, so Ryan says, don't worry, I've got this. I Picks up a gun. The Doctor, of course, is saying, we don't use guns. I'm Batman. We don't use <laughs> guns. I don't like guns at all. I'm Batman. And me yep. and Batman and the Doctor and whoever else, we're superheroes and we don't like using guns, of course. So just get it, liberals you know. i mean i feel like every doctor kind of needs a scene like this and because this season for many many years this season does feel like the the reboot or the refresh of the yeah the, the franchise i suppose so we're getting a lot of stuff that you'd probably recycling. With, you're recycling like for new audience and stuff like that but this was one of those scenes where i'm like uh-huh yeah, the Doctor doesn't like violence. I'm, I'm aware. I, I, I know. That's the thing. But we have this whole thing where... Uh, I didn't like this at all. Ryan runs out there. Shoots him. He's like, Ah, fucking, I'm pro... Call of Duty or whatever he's on about. And then they start getting back up. And he... I don't know. He, when he turns around, he's like, Ah, help me, help me, help me. he runs and like falls back down. I was like, What was that? That was weird. Either... I don't know if that was a weird acting choice in in the writing, the directing, I don't know who to put it put at blame for that particular moment, but that was yes. one moment where I was sitting there kind of tearing my head. What? Is that... Does it it's a bit too corny. A bit too on the nose. With, oh, look, the person with the gun tried to kill them, but the gun doesn't work. So then, of course, the doctor walks over and is like, I have brain power. And brain power always beats violence power and activates a electromagnetic grenade thing. I don't know. Electromagnetic pulse. pulse. Yeah. Um, which knocks out all the, 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 the sniper all the bots. robots. Yeah. yeah. And s- s- has the rough estimate of five minutes somehow, but <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we're doing. So now we've got, we've sure. got five minutes to get away from the sniper bots. And then she ha- finishes off with a nice line. Like, see, I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> this th- this whole section here I think was the worst This was my least favourite part of the episode This whole yeah. Non-violence part Not because I'm against the Doctor Not having not using guns or anything like that I just feel like it was too on the nose For we're doing this scene In case you don't know They should have looked
1: to the camera And then the American yeah. The more you know things should have come across it. Yeah.
0: it was just very Weird I felt very very, very odd. Uh like the more you know, so rainbow comes up and everything.
1: Well, like an anti gun ad comes up. Yeah. <laughs> Call this number to donate too. These people are like,
0: wait, this season's two SJW already. There's a woman doctor and now there's no guns allowed. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> there's too much of this shit. Uh so all three parties meet up now as the, the doctor leaves and Well, to be fair, also, the um Episode was about to get shot, basically, until the, the Doctor's pulse grenade thing set up, knocked out the, the sniper bot that was about to kill him. So, that's quite mm-hmm. lucky. Um, they all meet up together, and shows up, and then they all head down underground through a, like a one of those really big, proper, we've got a wheel on top of our lock, cl- climb down a ladder to get underground type systems. Which I've never seen in real life no ever but they're always in places like this I've never no. seen one I'm sure they exist maybe not in Australia no. don't know
1: older but, cities that had older plumbing I guess
0: I guess yeah like proper older countries proper proper uh like what they'd use them for like the proper subway no not subway uh sewage, sewage systems yeah yeah which Yeah. I don't, I don't know if any city in Australia is old enough to have something like that. I I don't think so. I don't don't know. Interesting tidbit, I suppose. Um, so as, yeah. So then they, they head underground and they're basically in some sort of area where there's computers and bits and bobs. So of course they get to work. App wants to piss off straight away, but the doctor points out that it's going to be nighttime soon or is nighttime now or whatever it is at the, at the time and that heading above ground is a bad idea because ilan warned them to never travel by night for whatever reason we don't know at this stage why do you not travel by night don't know the, the hologram said so so we don't do it and, and you won't be able to see things and you could trip and fall yeah and that's disastrous you don't okay. you don't
1: you don't really want to go through that
0: um, so the Doctor begins working
1: out... How long do you think the night is? Because at the start... Of the I don't know. How's the... How did the suns line up? Or... I don't... I don't, I don't know. It's like but Tatooine.
0: They could... Well, the night time could have been like... Six oh, hours. All three suns
1: are on the same side.
0: Yeah, but if... I suppose if the planet is really small and that explains how they somehow managed to nearly hit Graham and that... And the planet is yeah. pretty small then because the planet would be so small, I suppose daytime and nighttime would rotate every six to ten. You know what I mean? Like it just rotate a lot faster, I guess, because the planet would be turning. I don't know. Look, don't try and bring science into the show where the episode starts with a bunch of people floating in space and surviving.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They had to be in medical pods. Yeah. There was
0: a little bit of... They tried to explain it roughly they're like there there was a little bit there was a little bit they had to have healing of sort they were outside they definitely weren't dead though because that's uh, anyway (laughs) dwell dwell on that um so doctor finds this map explaining the area and what's going on and how busy and buzzing buzzing it used to be and then outside i can't remember who finds it now forgot to write down who, who actually finds it. But someone outside discovers outside that there was a message written by... Or a symbol or something. I think it's Graham. Graham's like, look, mm-hmm. there's a symbol out here. Come read it. The doctor can read it. And it was a message left by the planet scientists who revealed that they had been working on all sorts of weapons and tech for the Stenza, which were <gasps> Tim Shaw. And that's how big... Well, it's
1: the aliens from last week.
0: There, yeah, that's it. And in case you didn't know it was the aliens from last week, Graham literally says, that's like those guys we fought in Sheffield last week, or whatever his line was. Yorkshire last, last, uh, not a day, isn't it? Yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. That's like the Tim Shaw from Sheffield yesterday. That's interesting. Yeah. So they're like, in case you missed the first episode, let me, let's just cover that, cover that ground for there. But yeah, so yeah. I guess this is our... I guess this is our big villain for the the season, the Stenzar. Um, unless they're going to wrap up that plot line after six episodes or something, and then go in this of, another direction after that. I don't know. Well, how how do you feel about having the Stenzar be the the big villain of the season? I guess it's something. <laughs>
1: it's something. Oh, I wasn't sold on Tim Shaw last week, so nothing. no. Neither was I, so... Oh, no. A race of predator-like people. I yeah.
0: don't know. Can't wait for the season finale where there's a bunch of people coming down and Doctor's fighting a bunch of people with teeth in their face. That's going to be really exciting.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then the, we also find out that the stens are where the, the people that were destroying both Anger's and Enzo's planets. Like that, the, the Stenzar are, are behind why they're doing the race in the first place. They even explained on the boat trip over here that their planets were being systematically, you know, destroyed. Cleansed. Cleansed. Yeah. So some Nazi shit happening, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, the Stenzar appeared to be this huge... Nasty force. presence in the in, yeah, force in the, in the galaxy that we've uh,
1: never encountered before.
0: The galaxy is a very big place, very that's big true. place actually. Very big. Yeah. That's a, that's the answer to all questions. Whenever Doctor Who does not a uh, villain where you're like, how come we haven't seen them before? If they're so bad all over the place, the answer is always going to be the galaxy is a very big place and time is backwards and forwards a lot. Long time. Time, timey, wimey wibbly, wobbly. You know what I'm saying, Ash? No. definitely do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. But we have, in just a moment, an even bigger doozy. Bigger uh, tie in for says. And I've got to be honest getting two things in this episode that were basically season long arcs of sorts or like elements, I was surprised. Because I thought they were going to head... From all they talked b- before the season started... I thought... Chris Chibnall was talking more about making the show... Just... Yeah, there's a little bit... There's a little bit of an overarching plot... Don't really want to make it too complicated... Let's just focus on more Villain of the Week... You know, old school Doctor Who adventures... Let's just go about that... But then in this episode, it's like... There's an overarching enemy... It's the Stenza, And then we get this other thing in just a moment... It's like okay, we're, we're, that's that's interesting. So, but you need to keep the people who've been watching for a while interested. I guess so. Yeah, I just found it interesting after everything he'd said. I suppose in before the season started. So the Doctor, um, they or someone sees on security cameras that the the sniper bolts are on their way down. Don't know why they run because they won't hit you. It's fine. But then at yeah. the same time, Epso was about to be falling asleep and he gets awoken by an attack snake cloth. A cloth snake. Yeah, cloth snake. I, yeah, I don't know. They I tried to find out what that was officially called, because I don't recall anyone ever saying what they are in the episode. On the IMDB, the voice of the them the voice of the snake cloth serpent things was credited as Remnant. So that's what we're going yep. to be calling them. they're called sure. the remnants what are they the remnants of i don't know they are snake cloth monster people things yeah there you go so as they're flying the sniper bots and everything they they're running off behind all these doors there is a cool few shots of the doctor uh using the the, the sonic to blast door shut as she's running through them. She's like, oh yeah, go doctor, use your fucking Sonic. She using a lot this season, I'll give, I'll give it to her. Two, two episodes in, and I feel like they're putting yeah. the Sonic to good use for once. Because, especially with uh, Cap- Capaldi's run, I was like, "The Sonic's just kind of... I suppose having him as glasses doesn't help, because... Yeah, no. yeah, That wasn't the smartest idea, I feel. Um, so, running through, and then they they have no choice but to go above the ground because they're basically trapped at the end of a corridor where even if they stood very still, the Sniperbots would have at least a 1% chance of hitting them. Possibly. Maybe. Don't want to go too far. They could hit them. We don't know. So they decide to go up and above ground and see, see what's happening there. So they get up and as they're fleeing, they're attacked by remnants. Snake cloth monster things. And they start wrapping up the Doctor and yabbering on about typical villain crap, really. For, for a while there, for the first 30 seconds or whatever it was, it was pretty much a villain. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. You, you're talking gibberish, okay? But then yeah. they start saying stuff about the timeless child, which appears to be mm. a memory of some sort that is hidden deep within the Doctor's mind, but she can't even remember what they're on about. And then she gets annoyed at the remnant, or remnants, uh, because she she can't remember what they're on about. She's like timeless child. What? 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 Are you on, what, are, what exactly are you on about? I don't know what you're on about here. So, I guess the question is, what is what? What do you? What do we guess? In the timeless
1: child is. I don't well,
0: know. Where are we heading?
1: Is I am guessing another time lord child, maybe. You reckon of some sort. Now I mean. It could be the doctor's daughter from that other episode that we never end up seeing. Please no. No. Uh, it could be another case like me from the other season where she suddenly gets um, immortality or something. Mm. A child with immortality. That would suck, probably, but...
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could be. Um, uh. I, I feel like it has to be something new. I feel like yeah. it, it can't be something that's tying back to previous seasons. Solely, once again, from, for me just going, look, Chibnall said in so many interviews and whatever else that, you know, he wants to make it easier for people to watch this that haven't watched old Doctor Who, including the 10 previous seasons, but also the original run, of course. So yeah, I, I don't feel like this can be a callback to some no. um, really random reference from the original run or even something from within the last 10 seasons. I feel like it has to be something new, but because timey wimey wibbly wobbly stuff, you have to also take into account the timeless child might be something that hasn't happened yet. And that's why the doctor can't remember it. Could be. Yeah. Like
1: dropping in hints. Yeah. We,
0: we, we, we don't know how these remnant things work. We don't know how they're, they're exa- exactly how they can read your mind and whatever no. whatever's happening there. So they're picking up this whole timeless child thing. Doctor flips out because she she doesn't realize what they doesn't understand what they're on about, and it's very easy to assume all oh, that must be some locked away hidden memory that the doctor doesn't have access to, which could be the answer, of course. But it is, of course, worth taking into account that it might not have even happened yet. Whatever the timeless probably hasn't is, happened. Might not have happened yet. So once I wouldn't put it past that being maybe a, a season finale type event or something.
1: We'll see. What if well, it is something that happened and they have a flashback to another doctor?
0: No, please not. Please no. I don't want a flash. I don't want a flashback to another do- doctor because who, who who are they gonna flashback to? I don't
1: know. Any, any of do- the
0: last Three or four Whoever they flash back to It then won't be Jono Yeah Whoever they flash back to If this was a thing They ever did Then you can have Everyone who hates a, It's now a female Doctor sitting there going Look That was the best Five minutes of the episode should should just left That That's person true. on Should've done the whole thing No Don't do that Do not Do do not set yourself up For failure Shri says that Ashley looks very excited About this episode In chat Ash no. has already said He wasn't the biggest fan Of this episode So no. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i guess we'll find out more i but i do find it really interesting that episode two after everything overarching overarching enemy stands are here's a random doctor doctor related f- plot line like a personal type plot line mm-hmm. um the timeless child whatever exactly that means some bad wolf type scenario happening possibly bad um so the way the way they solved their problem I thought was pretty cool though. Bad arsery happening right here. So every, doctors like everyone dig your feet in, fucking start digging with your feet. The yep. the, the, the snake, snakes snakes wrapping her up. What are we going to do? How are we going to get out of here? Oh that cigar that the sub character's been carrying around and did a monologue about for f- 5 minutes that has no yeah. importance of the episode. But you you're wrong, Ash. It has importance of the episode. It's the way they're gonna get out of it. She looks over at Graham. she says, You know what to do. You're part of the A team. Fucking do it. Flick that thing up in the sky. And then they'll dive back. Slow motion. Flick of the fingers. Boom. Why'd it explode the mole? Why did it explode them all, Ash? Why did it explode? I don't
1: know. They omitted <laughs> something sort of gas that just so happened to be flammable. <laughs> that's all uh, was, that was the design flaw.
0: That's all I was thinking. I'm like, look. I know you're cloth snake monsters, and you can't help if you just fart. <laughs> <laughs> you can't help if your farts are flammable. But at the same time, don't be out here attacking random strangers <laughs> if, if your farts are flammable. You know? Why?
1: Why did she ask them to dig? I suppose. I don't. Know, well, the idea that maybe the the sand would sort of create some sort of a barrier. No, I think maybe they the only reason that I can think. I thought
0: in my mind, I thought it was so they could get a little bit lower in the, in the ground because when they all fall back and the, the blast happens, it's like a tiny bit. <laughs> it, yeah. Not enough for the whole body to go under. No, I don't, it, it didn't seem like that, but no. I, I, th- I thought that's what I was trying to do. But then when they fall back and the blast is only, you know, a little bit above their faces. So I was like, oh, maybe yeah. that's what it is. But at the same time, she wasn't like, dig a huge square inch around yourself. She was just like, dig your feet a little bit in. That'll be fine. Just do it. Not like, fucking dig. <laughs> we need to <laughs> We need to get under. No, it wasn't going very right. well. Um, blah, blah, blah. So th- of course they escape. And then they, they head on over to the ghost monument, where we've all been trying to get. They walk up. In the rock, apparently that was the only remnants. That all of them came. They're not like a wild. They're not wild no. remnants around the island, uh, around the planet Ash. You know. They
1: were they just, just in that one room?
0: They were just in that one room, apparently. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Okay. So, so do not travel at night. Meant do not travel at night near that one room. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I is what I took away from the whole thing.
1: Uh, so then they they get up to the rock. Well, well, they smell fear, so all the ruminants on the planet smell that one bit of fear because they've been hungry. The planet's been empty for forever. Forever, yeah, it seems, yeah. So they all came. I guess. And they all farted and died. <laughs> they all farted? A fiery day. Oh, <laughs> I love that
0: sentence. They all came and they all farted and died. <laughs> 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 oh... Uh. Help us all. Um, Look, Doctor Who is a family-related show. Fish, Fingers and Custard? Not so much. (laughs) (laughs) They get to the finish line, and there is no TARDIS to be found. But, of course, there is the tent there. Old mate Illin or Illins, or whatever his name was, is going to be in there. But now we get into a little bit of a brief argument as Enzo and Ange are like, I won. You you lost, I won. Ange is like, you would have been... Dead, if I didn't save your life. Enzo's Epso. Epso. I keep saying his name wrong. doesn't really matter in the long run, does it? Epso says, if I didn't have the cigar, we would have all died. And I'm, I I mean, I'm 100% on the side, because I'm like, that is bullshit. Like, it's true, if you didn't have the <laughs> cigar. But at the same time, you didn't do anything, really. Like, Gra- Graham picked that cigar off your body, threw it up in the air. You didn't, you didn't do anything.
1: Epso. I mean... They had time. They could have just literally raced to the tent to decide who wins.
0: Yeah. That's the other thing. It's like, all right, well, you can't decide who's going to win. Let's uh, set the start line back here. One, two, go. Yep. Which is actually what I thought the doctor was going to say at first, but then I'm like, oh, yeah, you know. She doesn't no. even, doesn't even encourage friendly competition. Well, I suppose it's not friendly when your family's lives aren't, are on the line with the money that you need. So yeah, it kind of makes sense that they decide to split. Yeah. It. Um. So after a brief conversation, they 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 head inside. They talk to talk to him. At first, Illins is against it. You know, there can only be one winner. This is against the rules. Blah blah. See, blah, this blah. is why you thought
1: of Hunger Games.
0: Yeah, the dual winners. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers for the Hunger Games. Um. Yeah. <laughs> they um but then Epso leans in and says, If you don't give us the the win, what's rightfully ours, I will hunt you down and I will do bad things to you. I won't say kill because it is a children's program,
1: but yeah. I
0: will do bad things to you.
1: Yeah. You and should threaten the one person who can get you off that planet. Yeah. Well
0: that I always suppose- looks I suppose it's all or nothing. Apparently, you know? yeah, just just go for it. All or nothing. What do you what do you what do you got to lose? That's true. Yeah. Uh, then he's like, okay, yeah, I agree. Uh, Two thousand each or whatever. And then I I kind of like I like the way how quickly they disappear though because he's like, okay, time to go. And then Ange says, we're taking them with us. And he goes, nah. Flicks his fingers and they all disappear. <laughs> yep. It's <laughs> like oh, they're gone. There you go. Bye 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 everyone. Uh, so the doctor. Graham, Ryan, Yaz—all left alone on the
1: planet. Yep, Standing that's where there. the rest of the series is set <laughs> on that planet.
0: Imagine if it was—you'd be like, "Fuck, I'm out." <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's I'm... a drama about survival. <laughs> what are we doing at this stage?
0: How? How's this? What well, really? What yeah, we get excited about? Yeah. <laughs> um, so the, the Doctor g- gets generally distressed here for a short period of time. You know, she rubs it. O- she. Rubs it off later, like it wasn't a problem. But she, she is generally distressed, you know. TARDIS isn't here. What are we gonna do? Graham and everyone else is like, well, you know, we'll we'll make it work. It's fine. We'll we'll work out how to survive, you know, we'll do what we need to do. The doctor's just like, no, we'll all be nah, dead soon. We're all dead. <laughs> we're all dead, we're all just gonna die. Being a little bit negative over here. Um, doctor, come on, what are you what are you doing? Pick it up. But then of course. Start hearing the Tardis's whirling noises in the background, and the Doctor runs off towards it, pulls out the sonic, and brings it back into reality. <laughs> what I can't really do a good Tardis sound to be honest. Um, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good job, Ash. Good job. It's go, so like heavy,
1: heavy breathing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, Tardis. Tardis shows up. They start heading up towards it cool moment where the doctor walks up has a you know hands on it. it was like oh cool you've got a door back that got blown off and whatever else and it's updated of course um on the outside as well as the inside we find out in a minute but the part where she, i liked how she had the um hands up on it and was like i've lo- I forgot my keys and then the the task is like no problem just op- opens for her i thought that was a nice nice little touch yeah. there and then of course everyone heads inside the TARDIS well doctor heads inside the TARDIS first and we get a look at the 13th doctor's TARDIS and then our uh, doctor's friends head inside as well and they all go for the usual spiel of yeah, bigger how would it all fit inside the police box oh, it's bigger on the inside bloody 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 blah and then she explains the usual time machine ship do whatever you want to do. Everyone says, that's hell of exciting. Let's head off. The one final nice touch was Dr. pulls all the usual sorts of levers, spins things around, you know, um, and then she pulls the last thing and a, a Bicky drops out, pops out in the mouth. Off we go. Credits. Yep. So what, what, what did you think of the way the TARDIS looks? I suppose.
1: Uh, it's very alien. <laughs> I mean, she's an alien. Uh, yeah. It, Uh, Reminds me more of, like, the 9th and 10th Doctors sort of one. Except a bit more glowy. Mm. Mm, I'm not in love with it, but it'll do. I I prefer the, like, 11 and 12, where it's like, it feels like people live here. Like, this is a home. This feels like a place that they stay a little bit and go out. Okay.
0: I was about to say, because, I mean... It never used to be like that, which makes sense because it's, it is a ship, you know. Yeah. Like, it's not meant to be a, a home to live in. I guess is the is the important thing to remember. Yeah. Um. But I I thought it was alright. I thought it was, I wasn't super like, oh my god, it's beautiful, amazing. This looks so great. I'm super excited. But at the same time, I wasn't like, ooh, ugly. No. It just, yeah. I, I'm open to getting. Seeing the more point. of it and
1: yeah.
0: l- liking it more as the the season continues. Like I feel like if if she walked in, I was just like, oh, that's ugly. Then I'm just fucked for the rest of the season because the first impression. But my first impression was just, well. Eh. That's well, alright. Interesting looking. Interesting. I haven't seen it before. It didn't look like anyone else's, which is like, or well, nothing. No one particularly stood stood out to me. It didn't look like anyone's in particular to me, um, which yeah. is good because that means this is going to be something fresh and original for 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 her. Along with the fact her Sonic, of course, looks really different to. Yeah. Uh, most of people so that's good and then i did like little touches like i want to say she spins around something and i think it was like it was like, it was, like, a, it's mini like tar- a glass TARDIS. it was like a glass tartar, yeah so she spun that around and then the fact that this biscuits shot out of the thing and i really hope that they show many shots of that throughout the rest of the season where she's just like and then always pops in the bicky and it gets to a thing where it's not even a big deal like she's in the background presses buttons pop the b- pops the bicky in you know it's just this yeah. is what happens. <laughs> that's that's what I re- that's what I really want to happen. Uh, one last thing I do want to point out about this episode that that I won't say annoyed me, but I guess is a balancing act we're going to have going forward throughout the season is that Yaz basically didn't need to be in this episode at all. Like she didn't, she did nothing. Right? She had no story, oh, no. Oh yeah. No, no <sighs> in fact, you forget that she's basically in the episode. She's she's there. She does nothing. Never-
1: yeah the people who get like the most not in your notes at all except for she was with yeah. the doctor at the start
0: <laughs> yeah she's in the doctor but i mean she doesn't do anything for us episode and yeah. i suppose that's because uh, graham and ryan mostly this episode you know they obviously have the boat conversation about grace and all these other things so i, I would presume that especially when we head into next week's episode and as i think they've already they announced the, the plot for episode six or fo- well, they they announced some the plots for episode five and six today, and one of them was about Yaz going back and like visiting, seeing her grandmother or something, like back in time. Okay. So it's going to be a balancing act throughout the season to give you know all of these new characters stories and things to do. Time. <laughs> time, yeah. But I do find when you get episodes like this one where a character just kind of disappears. At that point, it's like, why do we even have them here? You know? Why redo the story in some sort of way that
1: you could have had her... Especially to one episode end.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You could have had her disappear, like when the TARDIS blinked out, right? Have her end up on a different ship or something, or blink to a completely random place, and that's where they end up in the third episode. You know, they go to find her at the end of this episode. Like, well, we got to find Yaz. Where the fuck did Yaz end up? We have to. We better go find Yaz. Yeah. Because and the counter kind of argument to that is, well, that's silly. She's one of the main cast members. She has to be in every episode. But if they're only going to do what they did with, in this episode with her, what is the point? That she didn't. She, you forget she's even in the episode. There's, there's literally no point for her being in this episode. All right. <clears throat> Adding into the world's end of the episode, as yep. we're going to do every week, what are you going to give this week's villain, the Sniper Bot, rating out of ten, please? Ash. Two. <laughs> two.
1: <laughs> <laughs> two. Yeah. Um. I'll give. Them... They existed and then they shot one person, so two. Look. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm I mean, s-
1: nobody in Doctor Who was a great shot, but no. If you're going to call them sniper bots, yeah, they have to be a little bit
0: accurate. Yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll jump on the two bandwagon with you. I feel really bad if I give them a one, and I really wanted to give them a three or four, just to be like, oh, they were designed kind of cool, but they weren't threatening. They were a bit silly. They were a little bit of nothing. A little bit of nothing. Just they were whatever. just there to be a threat, yeah. And I understand that maybe because we had Ange and Epso uh, in the episode, that they didn't want you know a super interesting villain to kind of take away from these two other characters that we spent a lot of the episode with. But at yeah. the same time, come on, sniper bots that can't <laughs> hit anyone.
1: Is this a joke?
0: Is this I mean, television? Just bring back joke?
1: something that we know. At that point, if you're just gonna put some bland thing. I know you don't want to do that, but yeah. Just chuck the Cybermen or Daleks. No, come on, let's not go that far. Let's calm down, Ash. <laughs> I
0: want... mean, they they would have fit
1: the exact same role.
0: Yeah. I feel like Daleks hit more than sniper bots though. Yeah. And if the Daleks if Daleks miss, you're not like, well, they were called Sniper Daleks. <laughs> So they should have been hitting, you know,
1: we got to, we got to work it out. Not you... yeah. That's what um, we're going to get at the end of the season. The sniper Daleks.
0: Sniper Daleks. It's all, it's all coming together. Stenzar and Sniper Daleks teaming up to, to rule the world.
1: No, the, the Daleks take over the stenzar and then kind of like they put the square the yeah, head thing. In the head. Yeah. <laughs> and Shrine. then the Stork's got teeth on it as well.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, any final thoughts on that uh, episode
1: I yeah I think uh, it's not good yeah it's fine average
0: it's a throwaway mediocre yeah it's a it's a I've watched it once it was fine watching it once but if you got the box set there's all I mean to be fair there's always these episodes every season it's fine but it is like when you get the box set and you click play all this episode comes on you're like nah yeah, skip next one skip not necessary. The only, in case you, in ca- maybe if you're trying to do a canon run of this season, you'd skip to the scene where you're like, "Oh, Stenza, skip." Oh, timeless child, skip next episode. <laughs> like <there's> the rest, <laughs> you're yeah. just like, don't really care about any of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I'm fine with that. As I said, I, I do feel like most second episodes for some reason are always just. A big, like... Especially with the first episodes, like... Oh, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. And then we got to go down and come back up. But what can you do? What can you do? Yeah. Especially annoying when the villain's bad and the... And I didn't... I didn't find this, the sub-characters particularly interesting, interesting. either. The, the sort of it's like... Epso's a dickhead. So I don't like him. But then yeah. Angie wasn't... Super interesting either, to balance it out. It was just like... I'm on her side because he's an asshole. But I'm not on her side because I'm like she's super interesting. Wow, like I'm really intrigued with him. He has way more character and got way more moments. Like he gets some yeah. monologue about his mum and all this other sort of stuff, but just to make him out to be a bit, a bit of an asshole. Well,
1: she talks about her family's getting hunted and that sort of thing. But
0: yeah, that's it. and just but whatever. Anyway, thank you for joining us this week for Fish Fingers and Custard, the Explosion Networks, Doctor Who after show we'll be back next week with a better episode won't we ash hopefully what is, how how good's next
1: week's going to be i don't know it's got rosa parks in it so 10 out of 10 can't say anything bad about it <laughs>
0: um you can follow uh us on twitter at explosion pod you can follow ashley on twitter at ashley hobby a-s-h-l-e-y h-o-b-l-e-y you can follow me on twitter at V I V A L A D I L. you can subscribe to our youtube channel youtube.com slash explosion network you and head on over to Network.com for all news articles reviews Podcast shows, things, and of course, head on over to twitchtv explosion network where we record this show live. Um, watch mon vods there, many other shows, things, exciting things happen. Just make sure you follow, ring all the bells that are applicable to whatever service was just mentioned, and uh, click all the buttons for things that make sense for other things. If you want to listen to this, this is an audio only show. It's on Apple Podcasts, it's on Spotify, and it's on other ones. I don't know the full list, you know, Ash. I don't, I don't know the full list, but it's, it's fine. Go go forward in time in your titles and tell us the full list of all podcasting services that will be available by 2025. Until next week. Bye.
1: Bye. <laughs>